So yesterday we had uh, Wendy Rogers on, and uh, you know I pressed her, pressed her pretty tough about the the ad that she had accusing Steve Smith. They're all running for Congress. Her, uh, Wendy Rogers, Steve Smith, Tiffany Shedd, running for Congress at CD1. And uh, the ad said that somehow he has a modeling agency that ties him to child sex trafficking and whatever. She literally couldn't answer the actual proof. Give me some proof besides you just saying that. She couldn't do it. Right after the show, uh, we got a phone call, apparently, our our production department, traffic department, and they said, can you yank, Wendy Rogers people said, can you just take that ad off the air and replace it with a different one? So apparently we have a very powerful show, and it resulted in that. But Steve Smith, who is running against her, and Tiffany wanted to talk about this and more. He joins us now. Steve, how you doing, man? Jared, I'm a big fan. Great job, and uh, thanks for having me on. You got it, man. Uh, and listen, I was just going to be honest with the audience, and uh, I got a phone call yesterday early in the afternoon from people I work with. They said, yeah, her campaign called and said, can you pull that ad? And it's crazy. It was talked about all over the state. So apparently, I guess uh, the final straw was yesterday. So... Uh, let, let's talk about really quick before we get to, you know, what you believe, what you want to do if you go to Congress, um, explain your modeling agency and, and how this works. And again, that website, it appeared to me that anybody that owns a modeling agency, if they have clients, you're trying to get them jobs, you put them on that agency, they get contacted by people that need models. You know, Garrett, you're right. And, and, and first it's not my company. Uh, the company has been over around for over 22 years. I mean, I've worked there for part of it, but, uh, so a minority Christian business woman, woman owner started it 22 years ago, still runs it today. Uh, we pride ourselves on being a Christian-based company. And uh, when I heard that, uh, my name in the same sentence, garbage that Wendy put on her ad, uh, you're right. I, I held a press conference uh, last Friday with the Arizona Police Association where the, off- where the association represented the over 10,000 sworn officers across the state, demanded Wendy Rogers get out of the race, they said they had never, as, as a police organization, have never seen anything so salacious, so unfounded, and they asked for her to drop out. We had congressmen, we had county attorneys, we had other people echoing the same sentiments. Basically, what you have, Garrett, you have a, you have a desperate candidate in Wendy Rogers, who has been losing in every poll, playing the Wendy Rogers typical card. This is how she campaigns. She's been running for office for 10 consecutive years unsuccessfully. And this is why she's unsuccessful, because she will go and reach and just manufacture stuff like this, and the people can't stand it. But not only that, it's salacious. So in the press conference, I said myself and the business owner will be suing her personally for everything that she's doing because it's 100% false. Wow. So uh, I don't know, have you heard, is, is it pulled just on my station or around the whole states? Have you heard anything I've about heard that? Pull- I've heard it's polled everywhere, but but I'm sure you're the one that led the charge. So I, <laughs> I you know I, I think she's been overwhelmed with this. Is number one not how you run a campaign, but number two, you know I, I say I tell everybody she's breaking the eighth and the eleventh commandment. The eighth commandment from the Lord out of the ten commandments, Thou shalt not lie, and Reagan's eleventh commandment on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, and so it's a. Uh, but, but it is what it is, and she's, she's desperate, she's losing, and this is what she resorts to. But I'm not going to leave it there. We're going to personally sue her uh, because it is, uh, wow. it is so outrageous and so out of bounds, and uh, I'm not going to let it go. Steve Smith's on KNST AM790 running for Congress in CD1. Um, so it seems like now ever, everybody thinks Trump is cool. I, I backed the guy as soon as he <laughs> came down the escalator. And you were a big Ted Cruz supporter before, and, and I get that. Look, Ted, you know, a lot. Of, it was either a lot of people, every, we had hosted like 17 debate-watching parties, and people always said it was either Trump first, Cruz second, Cruz first, Trump second, either way. Um, when did you get on the Trump train? Yeah, so Ted Cruz was the first candidate in the race. 
and I and, and I was on his team. I was on his leadership team, very first candidate. After Trump, same thing. After Trump gave that elevator uh, escalator speech and drove down, um, I was, I think, one of three elected officials on his very, very, very first visit to Arizona, nearly over three years ago at the convention center. That's when our party and the McCains and Flakes were saying, don't go to that rally. He's not our brand. And even though I was on Ted's team, I said, yeah, but that guy's speaking a lot of what I like. And I went there. And matter of fact, Jeff DeWitt, the COO of the Trump campaign, the Arizona treasurer, when he came in uh, backstage with, with Mr. Trump, President, uh, candidate Trump then, you know who the two people that greeted him backstage were? Hmm. Sheriff Joe and me. And so, and, and Trump and I got a chance to talk, and I told him, hey, I was building border fences before it was cool to build border fences. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I wrote the bill in Arizona seven years ago to build it. And anyway, so since that very, 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 very first rally, I've been a huge fan of the president. And that's why President Trump's leadership team, from his national deputy campaign manager, David Bossie, to Jeff DeWitt, to his Arizona state director, to Sheriff Joe, to everybody that's close to him on his team, all endorse me. And I'm the only one in the entire state, one of the few in the country, I think, that have all those endorsements. So it's funny in that same radio spot when Wendy tries to trash a good company and, 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 and smear and, and mud, mudsling. She says, I didn't support the president. Well, I did. That's why his team endorses me. She says, I didn't really like the border fence. Well, I wrote the bill seven years ago to build it. <laughs> and, you know, so her, it's, just, it's just full of lies. But, no, I've been a big fan of the president. That's why his team supports me. Okay. Steve Smith's on KNST AM 790. Well, i got to ask you about this because uh, down here with Martha running for Senate, um, we have three candidates uh, that I know of that are running to replace her on the Republican side. And one of them is Leah Marquez-Peterson. And she is being backed by Jim Click, her brother Edmund, uh, she was on this show and acted as if she did not know what chain migration was. She's never liked Trump. She never supported Trump. She's against the wall. Uh, she's for cheap labor. She's a Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And Jim Click personally asked her to run. Personally asked her to run. So obviously he likes what she believes in. And then I saw that an invitation back in March. You had a fundraiser thrown by Jim Click, Edmund Marquez, Umberto Lopez, who we have issues with here uh, in the uh, in, in the greater Tucson area up in Oro Valley, where he basically, uh, thanks to the mayor of Oro Valley, swindled the taxpayers of Oro Valley to uh, buy a money-losing golf course. So, you know, how, how, do, how do we know that you're not going to all of a sudden do things for the people that don't exactly like President Trump? Well, so, you know, it's interesting. My previous races uh, running for the Senate, you know, I've, re- I've represented this area in the, in the state Senate for years now. Um, a lot of the folks you just mentioned had always uh, fundraised against me. Uh, they, they, they had always propped up opponents that ran against me because I'm ranked the number one conservative legislator in the entire state of Arizona and every top scorecard. Uh, I think this year, and, and frankly, that was the first time I had met a lot of those people. They said, hey, Steve, the past is the past. We know that you can help win this seat. And what we want to do is take this seat back from the Democrats. And we know you can do it. You know, let bygones be, guy by, 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 uh, be bygones. And, uh, and, and, you know, so, hey, for me, it's, it's we need a, a team effort. But, but just know that, uh, yeah, a lot of that effort uh, was, was pointed against me in the past. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, Republicans have to unite. They know in order to defeat this Democrat that's in our seat right now, Tom O'Halloran, we need a person who can do it. And I'll remind everybody, when I first ran for the Senate, I defeated a Democrat dynasty who had held that seat, their family, for about 30 years. 
And I became the first Republican elected since statehood in 1912. And so when people look at, well, how do you actually win CD1? It's great to have you know, the, our nominee, but how do you win the congressional seat? You need somebody who's defeated a Democrat and can secure our, our party's base. Well, I've won this base in our area better than anybody's ever won it before, and I've been a Democrat. And I think a lot of Republicans from a lot of stripes endorse me. But don't forget, Jim Jordan, Mark Meadows from the Freedom Caucus, mm-hmm. probably two of the most, I don't know, conservative people in the entire Congress, all endorse and support me as well. Ted Cruz endorses me. So, you know, our, we, we, we got a big tent, but everybody in, in Arizona knows very clear who Steve Smith is, the number one ranked conservative on every top scorecard so, in the state. So you're not going to, again, because, you know, you know, we heard for years that Jeff Lake and McCain, they would say things when they're running and they get there and do the complete opposite. Martha, who knows which way she goes. Yeah, the influence of Click and the rest of these guys, not going to impact anything that, that, that you believe, not going to impact any votes that you take. No, because, listen, I've been doing this since, since for the last seven and a half years, and consistently, matter of fact, today, I have a, a press conference with the Free Enterprise Club, and, and Free Enterprise Club in Arizona is, is, again, arguably the most conservative group in the state when it comes to policy. Not, not the words that come out of your mouth, and, gee, I want to go and vote for that, and hey, I'll go fight for that. No, no, no. How did you actually vote on the issues? How did, what bills did you actually introduce to, uh, to, uh, to advance the conservative agenda? They are giving me their top award today from this past session. Again, so this isn't like a Jeff Flake thing where in the beginning of my career I was conservative, then we tailed off. To this very day, I'm still ranked number one from the American Conservative Union, Goldwater Institute, Americans for Prosperity, you name it, Free Enterprise Club, number one because... I fight for what I believe in. Mm. Boy, what a novel concept. Okay. <laughs> Stand up for the principles you believe in. And that's why Freedom Caucus members, Jim Jordan, Mark Meadows, Andy Biggs, and so many all endorse me. Uh, can you hang on for me? Because I want to talk about what you want to do if you get to Congress. What do you want to do? The most important yeah. issues to you, what do you want to fight for? But we just got to take a little break to make some money. Can you hang on for me? Yeah, absolutely. All right, thank you. Steve Smith is on KNST AM 790. We'll ask him about all this stuff. Uh, coming up, don't you go anywhere. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, Let's continue with Steve Smith running for Congress. Steve, thanks for hanging on, man. I appreciate it. Well, Um, of course. Thanks for having me. You got it. So uh, real quick also, Rio Nuevo is a big deal down here. Uh, The money was basically, uh, it vanished, the first uh, $230 million of it or so. Um, And then the state tried to take it over, and they did take it over. Uh, But it's still kind of run by the same kind of guys down here. And I've I've seen the videos. Again, this just I have to ask it, and it just makes me wary after we see all the you know um, the establishment, whether it's state level, county level, city level, national level. Um, when the Rio Nuevo hearings were happening, and you were overseeing these, I mean, there were meetings in the back room with Jim Click and others. Uh, so, I mean, how can you assure people uh, after you know? And let's face it, those TIF, you know, the tax increment financing, it's kind of like crony capitalism. It's kind of like people helping people, uh, friends helping friends uh, do business with taxpayer money. Um, and you kind of oversaw all that. So, you know, again, how can you, because there are a lot of people that, that doubt that you'll be that pure guy that really is kind of a Trump guy fighting the system in that aspect because of this. Yeah. You know, so again, it's, you have a lot of, a lot of, a lot of fake news out there as the president would say. So there, there was a bill that came before my committee, uh, that wants to extend the Rio project. Now, again, Rio is a, was a bad idea and it got worse. And then the state took it over, like you said. And so, uh, what, what's the best way to do it, dissolve it or, or have the state take it over? What, when the bill came to my committee uh, to extend it, I voted against it. 
Now, I talk with, of course, I talk with people on both sides of the issue before, during, and after that hearing. We had four hours of testimony that day in committee. So we, we kind of heard from everybody everywhere. So not only did I, did I vote against it in committee, I voted against it on the floor, and, uh, and, and that's the way it is. I think there was, there, you had good people trying to do good things to make uh, the best out of a bad situation with Rio. I still voted against it, though, because I thought, well, you know what, it, it's, it's still maybe, maybe not the best idea to, to go down this road yet until all the debt is paid off. Uh, but, uh, but again, you, you had friends on both sides of the issues. And so I spent, uh, the weekend, the day, the week, uh, the, the two weeks leading up to it, talking with everybody on both sides of the issue, seeing if there was amendments that we can make on it. At the end of the day, I didn't feel it was a good bill. So I voted against it. Uh, other people voted for it. I voted against it. So if, if you didn't like the real project, well, then I did what you wanted me to do and, and voted against it. So, okay. Uh, if you get to Congress, what are, what are the main goals, the main things that you want to accomplish? You know, so for me, it's always been uh, border security. I mean, that's why it's uh, uh, my first year in the Senate here. I think literally one of the first bills I introduced was to build our border fence. Uh, Janet Napolitano left us in, in broke uh, and, uh, and certainly wasn't giving us any money. The state was broke. And so I went out and raised own private money, uh, and the border committee sent it down to the border sheriff, uh, Sheriff Daniels in Cochise County, who's arguably the top border sheriff in the country. He's testified in, in the border committee three years in a row, including this year. The money that I raised and sent him was invaluable in, in apprehending and convicting dozens of illegals, thousands of pounds of drugs up the street, weapons up the street, because nobody else is doing anything. And I said, well, if they're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. And that's one of the reasons why the United States Border Patrol Council, representing the 15,000-plus Border Patrol agents in the nation, endorsed me as well. I wrote the bill to defund sanctuary cities. I wrote grants law, uh, mandator, man, uh, mandating that uh, there's mandatory prison time for illegal aliens in our state who commit felonies. I've, I, I've done all those things. And so um, for me, border security is national security. But again, I am also the chairman of the Commerce and the Public Safety Committee in the Senate. So everything that touches our military, police, border, or uh, our economy and jobs are, are, my, are my two biggest passions. And they, those all come through my committee. And, and real quick, the big thing I've been working on is, is our trade work, bringing back uh, electrician and plumbing and welding and pipe fitting, all these good trade jobs that pay a bunch of money. Uh, again, passed legislation this year to help do that, bring in more uh, apprentices into Arizona. Uh, and, and those are the things I want to keep fighting for. Um, you know, that, that's interesting because I have a lot of friends that are contractors. We talk about it on this show that, uh, I mean, not everybody should go to college. I think college is kind of a scam, to be honest with you. Uh, they make people feel like they're stupid if they don't go to college. Uh, but, right. but there are lots of people. I mean, I have, I have friends, I got a neighbor that can't build a pool in his backyard for three months because the cement guys can't get enough people to work. <laughs> so that's right. I, I mean, wh- what do we do? How do we solve that? You know, that's right. And so, you know, I started hearing that, 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 uh, electricians and plumbers start yeah. off making 50 grand a year in year one. And I said, well, what am I doing? Because <laughs> in year two or three, they're making 75, 80 grand, four or five, they're at six figures. Yeah, you know, and, and this is good work. And you're right. You don't have to spend, you know, uh, $50,000, $60,000 in student loans and go away for four or five years. You can do that if you want to, but you're right. Not everybody needs to go to college. And even if you do, I know when I paid my way through college, I worked maintenance mm-hmm. uh, in all the dormitories, fixing all the toilets and the lights. I mean, I did all this work. Uh, but, but so what I did is I passed a bill that said we found a federal fund to bring in apprenticeships 
uh, into Arizona. So if you are a small business and you want to bring on uh, new folks, we have a training fund to do that. But you know what? I, the other thing I did in that bill, Garrett, hmm. I said, well, we need to find people to work. Well, where's the biggest group of people that need a job? Well, the unemployment line. And so I wrote in the bill, I said, if you are on unemployment benefits and you are offered a job and you don't take the job, you will lose your unemployment benefit. And do you know that Governor Ducey signed that bill? And today, that is the law of the land in Arizona, literally as of last week. And that the senior policy advisor from the United States Department of Labor flew into my committee from Washington and testified and said, Steve, this should be landmark model legislation across the country. And it's one of those biblical principles, right? You know, teach somebody how to fish, don't give them a fish, right? And that's exactly what I'm doing. So I'm trying to get people who need a job out of the system into a great high-paying job. And that bill that I wrote uh, is going to help do just that. Uh, last one for me because we're running out of time. Steve Smith's on KNST AIM 790. Um, when it comes to uh, the wall, the jobs, immigration, illegal immigration, it's kind of a big deal. Uh, do you support any increase in H-1B, H-2B visas, those kind of things, legal workers? Or do you think we have enough people here? Um, what do you? And I just want to get your take on this. I'm asking you a lot of questions in one. And your take on the president's idea of getting rid of uh, chain migration, the diversity uh, visa, all that stuff. Uh, what What is your take on the president's ideas to clean up our immigration system. Yeah, of course, chain migration, uh, you know, has to go. It, 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 it is the policy that is, that is, that is so detrimental um, to, to our immigration system. And as a matter of fact, it's a slap in the face in many ways to it. Uh, and, and again, so what I, what I have always advocated for is, uh, number one, strong borders. Uh, number two, interior programs. You have to have them. So a lot of people will tell me, when I was writing the bill to build our border fence years ago, they said, Steve, well, what good is a border fence going to do? I said, it's a component. It's, I, always, I always liken it to a prison. If you just have a, a, a prison and a wall, well, sooner or later, people, the inmates will get out unless you have somebody watching the wall, right? And so you not only need a, you need a physical barrier, fence, or a wall, but you need interior enforcement, law enforcement behind it. And a really quick, in Yuma, Arizona, we did it. We put up a double-layer fence. We put the National Guard on the border. Do you know that reported 94% of illegal activity stopped in the entire Yuma sector of Arizona after we did that? That's what we need to do. Build a fence, build a wall, get interior law enforcement behind it, and then one more critical component, have your interior laws, like SB 1070, like Grant's law that I wrote, like the Sanctuary City Bill, the Anti-Sanctuary City Bill that I wrote. And then you have to have the swift judicial system to process them. But you need to do all of those things. We've done it on the western half of Arizona. We need to replicate it across the country. The U.S. Border Patrol endorses me. They know I'm the only one in Arizona that's going to help get that done. Uh, and real quick, H-1B visas, H-2B visas, those kinds of things, do you think we need to decrease those, or would you like to see an increase in those? Like, well, this goes back to the question we just talked yeah. about with, with, with trade work. Yeah. I think there's, pl- there's plenty of Americans that are in need of a job. And I think today, you know, as, especially as it comes down to, to, to our immigration system, I want to see American people getting work. And all I know, if I keep going up and down the unemployment line, there's over 20, 25,000 people on unemployment at any given time in Arizona. Now, not all of them can, 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 can do certain work, but I want to start with our American workforce first. And the American people need to have jobs because that will lower our unemployment rate. What does that do? That increases our credit rating. What does that do? That makes our state more viable on a financial footing. So to answer your question, yeah, no, I, I, I would love to see those jobs and any job 
go to an American citizen first. All right. Steve Smith, running for Congress. Steve, I appreciate the time this morning, man. God bless you. Thanks so much for having me, and uh, appreciate all the great your work you're doing. Thank you. Take care.